Hey there, my friend. It's Patty Dominguez here with another episode of the Positioning to Profit podcast. We are on episode 155 today, and I am featuring Crystal Covington, who is a business growth strategist collaborating with global leaders of companies from startups to Fortune 500. She has had a focus on lead gen, sales, providing media outreach, influencer marketing, funnel strategy to generate new business and build new client customer relationships. She has also been featured on top media outlets such as TEDx, Forbes, Lifetime, Fox, Entrepreneur on Fire, and a whole bunch of other outlets. And so we had a really great conversation today on what it means to develop your credibility online. How do you develop your credibility online in a way that stands out? Because let's face it, with all the noise that is out there, it is so easy for people to overlook what it is that you have. And as someone that has personally been very impacted by this idea that it's not about what you know, the certifications you've had, or the immense amount of knowledge that you bring to the table. But in all fairness, if people don't know about you, well, that's a problem. So we're going to be talking about how to build your credibility online the right way. So I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed having my conversation with Crystal. You're going to find out how to connect with her as well. And I'm just really excited to share this with you because these are really practical tips that you can deploy in your own business right away. So I know you're going to enjoy this episode. All right. And with that, let's get on with the show. Here we go. Hey there, I'm Patty Dominguez. You're about to discover what it means to position your brand and your business to stand out. This show explores the stories of small business owners just like you who are bringing their message out to the world and impacting their tribe. So if you want to take your business to a category of one status, then hang with me because this podcast shares everything you need to know about how to be more prolific with your brand so that you can have more profits. All right, Crystal Covington, welcome to the Positioning to Profit podcast. Thank you so much for being here. I'm really excited about this topic that you're going to be sharing your expertise on. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So for the listeners, because I've been uh, kind of scoping you out a little bit and I see that you have different footprints online, which is really cool. Everything between YouTube channel. I see that you're a contributor to entrepreneur.com and so many other things. So I thought that the topic that you want to talk about around creating evidence of credibility online is really an important topic for so many because let's face it, leads and attracting leads as a way of life is something that so many people struggle with, right? In the in the solopreneur space, so to speak. And um, I think that what you're going to be sharing today is very, very important. But first, tell us a little bit about you and how you got to where you are today. So I started um, in college getting involved in sales and marketing jobs. I thought I was doing it just to get by. And then it ended up being my life. (laughs) One of those things where I kept showing up for interviews and I'd say, I want to be behind the scenes and doing this or that. They'd say, no, 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 you're going to sell. And so I had to learn to sell to keep those jobs. I would, um, I've had so many unique and stressful sales jobs. I was a promotional model, promotioning, pr- um, promoting different types of foods and alcoholic beverages, going all over the place, using back in the day, Google Maps. So taking my little Google Maps and going all over the place to go sell things. 
And then um, with the evolution of all that came with social media, I then learned to be able to, you know, sell using online methods. But I've done everything under the sun from hosting events to direct mail, postcards and flyers to newspaper advertising back in the day. And so I've done all the things that marketing has to offer at this point. Um, And so I just evolved from that. My last corporate job was in, um, I was a public relations director. It's been so long, I forget my own titles, but I was a PR director for a publicly traded company and um, then I moved on to work for myself. Uh, and and so that was a long journey, a long journey of ebbs and flows and mistakes and successes. Um, but over time, I just, I really realized that marketing was the thing and something I was really good at. Um, and so I continued within it. Excellent. So I, I love this topic of where we are today because I don't know about you, but a lot of what I'm hearing about is a lot of worry in terms of the economy. Things are changing. What worked before isn't working now. And so people have this kind of sentiment of worry and apprehension. And what do I do now? And it's almost like they're caught in this fight, flight, freeze type of thing where they're freezing. Right. And I don't know if you're seeing that, too, but I'd love to get your take is like, okay, how do we calm the waters and say, let's kind of reset the sail? I don't even know why I'm using a sail analogy because not like I'm a sailor, but I I just think it's like, okay, we're coming across some rough waters. What can we do to kind of mitigate the storm, so to speak? I'd love to know how how you would handle that. Yeah. So in times like this, you have to think about what's happening to people's brains so as a marketer, I'm saying to myself, and just like in 2020, mm-hmm. um, so in 2020, I actually took a month off and told my clients, I'm not billing you for a month as I kind of just watched and kind of envisioned what is going on and paid attention. Um, no one was listening to us when the whole world was shut down. Mm-hmm. But as soon as that started to go back, I started re- realizing that the main thing that we needed to do was really think about the psyche of a person. And so they've been through all of this People never got the chance to relax and get over the burnout that we had from 2020. And now we're in a recession. And so you can listen to different people and they say, some people say we're in a recession, we've been in a recession. And then there are people saying we're going to a recession. It depends on how they define it. And there are actual definitions that um, would say that we are in one right now. Right. And so with that being said, people are in a space of fear. They're in a space of um, apprehension to move. And when people can't move, they're in that place of anxiety. You have to reach them more intimately. And so you can't just flash ads in front of someone or just throw up a post and expect to get movement. You have to do things that are much more intimate. Mm -hmm. And so in that situation, things like messaging, things like calling, things like networking in person and seeing people in person have the highest level of effect. They always do. But in these situations, the other activities actually become less valuable. They become more expensive because it it takes more touches to get someone to do something. The things that they will do are things that take some of the emotional pressure out. So, for example, they're probably experiencing much more success with movies right now. They're probably finding much more success with anything related to entertainment right now 
because people, when they're stressed out, they look for outlets and they want to have fun and they want to laugh and they want to smile. And so if you're doing something like that, this is the moment for you. Um, And then anything that you can do if you're a service-based entrepreneur like myself um, and like what I assume most listeners are is trying to reach people in more intimate ways um, so that they can connect with you and feel um, feel good about their relationship with you and get that positive emotion in a different format versus entertainment. I love it. So then with that said, though, then the question would be like, okay, well, how do you make that happen online in the midst of all the noise that's out there? Because let's face it, we're bombarded with all kinds of stuff. And I couldn't agree with you more. We have actually have been having conversations in my community about that is the whole twisting the knife fear-based marketing. Um, it's just not working because I think people are so done with being scared and, and like enough with the pain, right? Give me yes. some escapism like you're talking about, which I think is so dead on. So how do you do that? How do you set yourself apart in your opinion in this noisy, noisy world? What do you suggest? Yeah, it's funny. We just got through another political cycle again, and they do a lot of that twisting the anxiety knife on us. Um, And so in that situation, as a service entrepreneur, you have to be the joy for people. If you are entertaining and you have that way about you, Um, Back when I first began my career, I began doing social media videos and I would promote all of my videos, but I did them every day and I did them all on positivity. So I would talk about leadership lessons. I would read a quote and talk about something positive and I would just put these great things out there. But then I wasn't just posting. I was commenting to other people and saying, go girl, yes. You know, Mm -hmm. I was selling a women's organization and a women's membership. And so being that person that's always on their post cheerleading, people I didn't even know, I would just find people that live in Denver and that look like a professional or an entrepreneur of some sort that would probably like to network. And then I would just say nice things to them. So often, I I remember the first time somebody came to my event that um, I asked, how did she get here? Because she looked miserable. She looked like she did not want to be at that event. And I said, "What, what made you come here? She said, you you're everywhere and you're always talking to me. So I felt like I needed to meet you. And so she came, she joined as a membership and then she came as a regular. And um, that told me that those kinds of messages, just being there all the time with people can be super valuable. And so I was extremely targeted at that time. And that was the most um, intimate and targeted I've ever been in my marketing, in my life, um, because I really wanted to grow that women's network that I built here in Denver. And so I had a little list of people. I had found them. I looked at what they posted. I looked at what their jobs were. And I had this short list of people and I would follow them and I would make constant comments on their posts. And it was people that post. I mean, some people, they sit in the background and they never say anything on social media, but it's got to be the ones that do. Um, And I was just there for them. I was there with them. And today, one of the tactics that I use for my businesses, so now I have retail businesses. And so in this sort of climate, people sometimes use the retail therapy. And I I thought this is a great pathway to choose. I bought a business this summer and I said, I'm going to have something else because I have, I always try to have different things that I can do depending on what the market changes are. And so I'll focus my energy 
on whichever one is best for whatever market we're in at that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm focusing a lot on the skincare business. And then I have a, a dog, a product for dogs as well. And so what I'm doing for those is literally messaging and commenting and just really going after intimate connections with people and not just posting an emoji. I do that sometimes too, but really trying to, if there's something funny, saying what's funny. If they said something in their video, commenting on the video and saying specifically what was interesting about what they said. And that sort of thing forms a relationship. They're seeing so many ads and especially right now is the holidays. Oh my God, even more holidays when we're doing this. I don't know when this will be published, Yeah, Yeah, but the holidays, we become so overwhelmed and bombarded with messages. People are spending millions to reach us right now. And so anything that cuts through that. And so it is a manual action. You can't really, there's not really great tools for this, but really finding your target people and really just being there with them and reaching out to them to the point that they say, oh my goodness, I need to meet you. And they ask you for a meeting. It's so unusual because what you're saying is no different than what you would do at a networking before the internet. It's like belly to belly, face to face type of deal. Like, let me get to know you. And it's so funny that we're thinking like, oh, that sounds like a lot of work or whatever. And it would be, but it's just part of that before we hit the the goal life, but we were talking about tiny habits and it's like, okay, it'd be no different than just incorporating that habit in terms of your day. And you can see that the consistency of that habit of engagement that you had in the strategy of being consistent with it, it got you some great, the results that you were able to achieve. So it's no different because I could just see in my, (laughs) I'm processing what you're saying. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, it's so great because it's true. It's just being authentic and engaging beyond the emoji and really having uh, a, a personalized response instead of just like, ha, ah, like just a smiley emoji or whatever. <laughs> you know, I think the, the emoji made it so easy for everybody, but people aren't really engaging. And isn't it interesting how refreshing it would be for somebody to actually engage with you? I can't believe that that's the outlier now, right? No, it's, it's so, so it's so interesting. We've gotten so used to being watchers and yeah. followers that we forget to engage and connect. There's this man, he lives here in Denver as well. And I met with him years back. He actually, um, I still had a full-time job at the time and he was looking for someone to help him making his online courses and everything. And he was getting into cannabis and I was so overwhelmed by the concept. I said, you know what? I don't know if I'm ready to work with you, but this sounds amazing. And I'm going to follow you and stay tuned to what you're doing. And we've stayed connected on LinkedIn. But this man, I look at him as the master of this concept because I will post something on LinkedIn and he manages his connections meticulously. I will say something and then he'll send me a message that talks about it. And then he'll say, you know, I saw what you had said and, you know, I have some wisdom to add to that. And he's helped me. Wow. Um, there was something I didn't even know. It was a big mistake. I'm sitting here bragging about it on LinkedIn because I'm just learning about this retail business and all the things I have to do. There's taxes, there's barcodes, there's all this stuff. Yeah. And I put on social media and I said, oh, I just paid someone to handle this for me and it's all done. And then he said, you better watch out for who you pay for this and ask them this, 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 and this, and this question. And I said, you know, I didn't ask those. And then I realized there was a better way to have done it that this person didn't do. And while they didn't do it 
bad or wrong, I needed to go through this other channel and he fixed it. You know, he he just fixed it by just giving me those bullet points and telling me what to do. And he is a virtual CMO. I'm I'm not that. So now in that circumstance and the fact that I now I, I've I've got two circumstances where he has saved my life with his little random messages of advice, I will recommend this man. Um, to save if somebody's looking for a CMO type that will, you know, go into their company and know the books and know how to figure everything out. That's the dude. And, and this is because he has been so engaged and connected with me and, and really looked at what I've done and, and messaged me to help provide information with nothing expected in return. And so it is extremely, it's so rare it doesn't happen. All the other messages. So just like get on LinkedIn or yeah, trying um, to sell you something. <laughs> right. Are you looking for influencers? Yeah, yeah. Do you need uh online marketing managers? Yeah, yeah. Well, okay, <laughs> can, like a remote can assistant? assistant? <laughs> As you were saying that the genius of what this man is doing is that he's being of service and it's so smart because he's it now is. he's captured that mind share in your brain and who would you ever who would you not you like you would refer him immediately why right. because he's been of service why because he's gained your trust priceless right. priceless i'm like i got chills so just listening to <laughs> because it is it's so simple and yet we complicate things so much so i love that i love that it's just such a great reminder like be of service just be a human connect mm-hmm. with people if you can lend a hand lend a hand and it's coming back around full circle amazingly is that as much as, as we've tried to automate our life right and automate the business side of it it's like the people that are standing out are the ones that are just doing like hey let me just help All right, we are about halfway through with the episode and I just had to stop by to check in on you. How's it going? How are you doing in your business? Because the fact that you're here means that you're looking for some guidance to help move you forward, whether it's personally, professionally, or really working to figure out how you can position your brand to profit as well. So this is something that I hold near and dear to my heart because it's why I'm here is to help as many women like you broadcast their message, connect with the people that they are meant to serve and ultimately make an impact in those people's lives. So one of the best things that I've ever done in my career is to create Prolific Cafe. Why? It's because it has the key pillars to help you develop your business. So first one is internal positioning, because let's face it, your business results will always meet your identity every time, no matter what. So if you're struggling with imposter syndrome, or you're like, who am I to put this out there? Or how do I broadcast my message? I've suffered with the same too. And one of the best things is tapping into meet my higher self, which is a 21 day challenge that is going to snap you out of your overthinking and get you into motion. The second component is external positioning, which is the tried and true process of discovering your message, your market, and your offer. And what I mean by that is creating a new opportunity in the eyes of the people that are mulling over the decision on whether to work with you or not. In this way, you can stand out uniquely because that's what you want. You want to be different. And then the last component is activation because let's face it, marketing is always changing and I am really at the pulse of all of the latest and greatest strategies. So head on over to Prolific Cafe for more information. That's prolificcafe.com. 
Okay, so talk to me about the things that are working for you right now personally, because I know you were talking about how you've been able to attract different clients and whatnot that has been really successful for you. Yeah, so I have... um... I get most of my clients still through SEO. And so a lot of times I've put myself on all these different marketplaces and I did this years ago. So when I first left my um, corporate job, I needed to make money. And so there's a lot of different platforms like Upwork and such where you can post yourself. And I post myself and I put my real name in there. And a lot of people put other names or they allow the platform to abbreviate but the platforms don't really stop you completely from putting your information in there. And so I'll do things like make a video. Um, I write really quality information there and talk about myself authentically of who I am, how I work and what my experiences are. And a lot of times, and I hope they don't listen, a lot of times people will find me and I've had somebody even say that she took my picture and she did a reverse Google image search only one person said she did this. She must be really savvy. Yeah. So she image searched me and then she found me. And so people will find me on those platforms. And because they don't really want to use the platform and they're not loyal to the platform, they'll call me personally. And so a lot of my um, clients have always um, over the years come from that. I also do a lot of work with SEO. All of those things are long-term on nice. the short-term end when I just need a couple clients right away. Um, and I need to fill a space immediately. I do also use social media and I focus a lot around LinkedIn for myself because I've built a network there. Um, and it's one of those places where these people that are there, they are professional connections and they know me. Um, but just having a really strong profile and then posting things that are random thoughts. Sometimes it might be an article or something like that, but usually it has nothing to do with um what i'm doing uh as far as my as far as my career it might be a, a small win that i've had or um something that i'm experimenting with and i'll share that but then it brings attention to me and then people say well who is she they click to my profile realize what i do and then reach out and so that basic activity sometimes um will help and i do a lot of commenting and so again, I really believe in commenting and actually engaging. And so I do a lot of commenting on other people's posts when I need clients because those quality responses that I'm giving mm. um, demonstrate again what I do. And when I do something, say something really interesting, um, for example, I had a post the other day, somebody had said, written something and it was about work and work. I haven't worked in a workplace since 2017. Mm-hmm. Um and at that, you know, in that within that post, it was talking about something like working remotely or working at home. And so at that time, I did when I did work in the workplace, I worked at home some. And and so I talked about how it changed my life and how it actually assisted me in really being able to be more effective and make more money and reach new heights. And it got a lot of likes from some of her connections and then some of her connections um, connected with me. And so that kind of boosts me up. And so those kinds of things where I'm commenting on something and giving really quality insights or real authentic information about myself, 
those things help to boost my profile and then people are more likely to find me. And if they find me that way, they say, oh, you're friends with so-and-so. I'm looking for a marketing person. Can we talk? Mm, I love that. So do you think that that's your primary way from from a differentiation standpoint, what helps you, you know, to stand out? I think so. Back in the day before I had kids, I would go out all the time and I had these and I still do have, I feel like the the result of all of that work back then still feeds me today because I was out there. I did what I call pounding the pavement. I was just everywhere. And so that made an impact, but I also would take those people online because I knew that I wasn't going to be able to do that forever. And then after I had kids, it just became impossible. And so now I'm doing it from behind the computer or behind my phone. So um, speaking of the small habits, your previous episode, so I don't know when people will hear me, but Mm -hmm. the the episode that I just listened to that was the recent episode was was about small habits. And Mm -hmm. I wish I remembered her name so I could give her credit, but I was thinking as we're talking um, about what small habits I might have. And I did create a small habit recently because I'm promoting so many things. When my baby sleeps, I use my phone and I, I use that time to comment. And wow. she sleeps a few hours a day. Um, and I sit there and I will comment on things on Reddit, on um, Instagram, on TikTok and on LinkedIn. And it, those are the things that have become a habit that I continually do so that I can be seen. Yeah. So that was Julie DeLuca Collins, uh, episode 154. She had a great, um, an episode sharing some tiny habits and how it really builds confidence in you. And that's so true. And I hear a lot of times is that the mommy guilt, like you want to be present, but at the same time, you want to build your business. And what you're saying is like, Hey, like slip it in right in the little crevices of your day when you can. And I think it's when you have that focus and that's what you're available for and then releasing any guilt that goes along with it. Um, Because I I see that so much and I get so many comments from clients like, oh, I want to be present. I'm like, well, nobody's telling you not to be present with your kids, you know, but it's just being really raw and real about what you are available for. And I think that's such a perfect example of how you can incorporate those tiny habits in your day. And what you're saying is, is just finding those moments and being consistent with it and, and, and having that strategy of engagement. And then you're doing it across a lot of different platforms. Is that, is that what I'm hearing? I am. Yes, because there's just so many places that I can meet people. And I've I've had people mention different places. I had a client, a really great client that found me on Instagram. So I don't have anything to post anymore. Back in the day, I was out there so much doing events and people would take pictures of me and I could repost the photos that were taken while I was speaking. And because I'm not really doing that anymore, um, I then just focus on the engagement aspect of things. And I will post sometimes pictures of my kids, but for the most part, um, just being that being present in those spaces and in any space I can get clients. I haven't gotten a client from Reddit yet, um, but that's a new thing. I thought, oh my goodness, this is a new platform. I'm on Reddit every day looking at mommy posts. Mm. Um, They make me laugh and they make me feel connected to what other people are going through. It is amazing. Um, and because I don't have to 
I, I prefer that we don't have our personal on, on Facebook. Everything is so personalized and you don't feel like you can share honestly yeah. on Reddit. I can share a little bit honestly. And so <laughs> I've been there and I thought, oh my goodness, I need to create a business page on Reddit so that I can. Oh, can you create a business that. page on Reddit? You can just put your business, you just make a profile in your oh, business. as your profile. business. Got it. Okay. Oh, yeah. that's really smart. <laughs> yeah, I've used it. I've used that tool. It's great from a market research standpoint to see what people are saying and the words in which they're saying. I'm like, I love going on there and seeing that to that point because there's just priceless commentary on there about yes. anything. I just haven't, I haven't heard of anybody using it as a lead gen thing, which would be really interesting. So I follow something called trends.co. You have to pay a lot. It's like $300 for the year. Uh And so they did have a a story in there of someone who has been using Reddit for messaging to build their, um, to build, to find influencers to promote. And and they they basically reach out to anybody. Anybody can be an influencer for them. And so they've actually made a lot of money and have had a really successful affiliate influencer program because of it. And then today, I just bought somebody's software that reached out to me. So I posted in one of the marketing, um, it, it was an entrepreneurial group. And I posted and I said something about owning a marketing company. And this person reached out to me in a message and said, you said you own a marketing company. Can you help me? And he said, I have this software and I'm trying to market it. And so I said, okay, well, send me your software. Best tool ever for me right now. And it's exactly what I need. I use all these AI. I don't even know what it's called right now because I literally just found it today. He he messaged me. Uh, I gave him my email address and he invited me to go into the software. So I just bought somebody's software uh, from a Reddit message. So I can now wow. testify <laughs> this messaging thing works. Yeah. You are giving me so many perspectives on this, on things that I just have to be better about. I mean, I have a social media manager and I'm not saying like I'm going to fire <laughs> I'm not going to say that, but it's just interesting. Like I have to be out there engaging more beyond just the posting because there's, and it's like the posting is push and your engagement strategy is really pull. And so I've done too much push, not enough pull. And this is where it's so important to have both, right? Like we know better. So this is such a good reminder and call to action. Like you cannot take your foot off the gas on this people, because I'm telling you, it's just like, it's something that you have to make time for. And I mean, you're really giving me so many kind of ideas around like, Oh, I got to get back in the game on the engagement side. Cause I just, it's so funny how I've really let that go this year. Not as good as I, I, I could be. So for sure, that's something for me to look at. Okay. So tell me a little bit about what are you excited about for 23 as it relates to the growth of your business, the evolution of your business? What are you thinking? So I've just done so many changes. So just, uh, you know, for those, I love to, um, I don't want to TMI, but I love to share with others what what we have created. So my husband and I basically put our heads together and we said, what can we do and we've done a lot of stuff. And so over 2020, in 2020, in the middle of a pandemic, we bought our first, first rental house. And then um, we just kind of let that ride. And I did my marketing. He did his job. We had our rental. We saw it was really working and said, okay, so investing in things that we weren't quite comfortable with can work. 
And so then I got some really great um, funding with an extremely low interest rate. And I said, what do I do with this? How are we going to invest that? We bought another rental. And um, then I bought a business. I bought a business called Bella Virtue Organics. And I now own a skincare brand. And then I also invested in owning and creating a brand of CBD pet products. And I know this is, it sounds like I'm doing a lot, but I'm literally, I do nothing but take care of my kids. Stuff is easy. It is run. You know, there's a management company. Wow. With the property. There's men in the background managing my Amazon account, oh, um, right. the, you know, Bella Virtue Organics. And then I have to hire someone to help me with the, the pet company. But basically, um, everything just generates income. And I'm so excited about the fact that I was brave enough to do these things. Um, I had heard about people buying companies um, years ago. And then even like for the example of the man that talks to me on yeah. LinkedIn and has become a resource, yeah. he was into CBD and cannabis a long time ago. And and I finally just got. I realized that it had a. It has a moat. It's different. It's something that is hard to get into, and still, um, at this point, is hard to get into. So, finding new things to get involved with that are easier to promote. Um, and so, I'm really excited about the fact that we have so much going on. We're able to manage it with our our strong teams, and excited about the fact that. Um, I get to really, I've always promoted other people's stuff and I've, I've made, I, I, I stay with a high vibration. I just learned what a low vibration versus high vibration is low vibration. You're usually envious of other people. I was always really proud of how much money I made other people and they would tell me and I would get excited. Oh my God, you made that much money. Mm -hmm. And so it made me feel like the work I did was worthwhile. But then my husband had looked at me and he said, so Earlier this year, I had a really big client. He said, so you made them all that money? And I said, yes. He says, well, what if I, what if you gave, what if somebody gave you that money and you could do it for yourself? And I said, but I don't, I can't do it for myself. I don't have a product. And so uh, that was our kind of bing, bing, bing. Yeah, it's say, time. Yeah, it's time to do something for you and not just make other people money. And so it's been really cool to be in that space and feel good about it and it's not easy. It's interesting. It's a journey. Yeah. And even being a marketer, it's still kind of like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. you learn things as you go. And I've never been this deep into the financials and the knowledge of the ins and outs and stuff. Mm. Um, but it is really exciting to be in a new world like that and not just be behind the scenes helping other people make money, but to also have something where I can potentially you know, make what I was making them. That's phenomenal. And it's really making you into a stronger, diversified entrepreneur. I'm sure yeah. so that's super, super cool. All right. So let's transition as we're closing out to the fast five questions. If that's okay with you. So I'm going to ask you five questions. You uh, answer right away, like just instinctually what you get. All right. Question number one, what is your idea of perfect happiness? Hmm, relaxation. Simplicity. <laughs> I know. Isn't it true? Number two, what cool tool have you discovered that has made your life so much easier? The one I just talked about that I don't know the name of the most I, amazing AI writer. 
I'm like, I have to know what this tool is when we hit, uh, when we stop recording. Okay. Number three, what is your greatest extravagance? Mm, my greatest extravagance I haven't had in years. And it's a massage. I guess in, when I don't get massages, I go into the chiropractor. <laughs> mm-hmm. Ugh, what a treat. All right. If you weren't an entrepreneur, what would you be doing as a career? I would be performing in some way. Cool. And after all is said and done, what do you want your legacy to be? I want my legacy to be that I helped a lot of people feel good about their lives and to be more successful because I existed. I love it. Crystal Covington, thank you so much for being on the Positioning to Profit podcast. How do people get a hold of you? What's the best way? crystalcovington.com. Crystal spelled with a K. crystalcovington.com. Also check out the show notes so that you can connect with Crystal. Thank you so much for being on the show. I appreciate you and continued success in everything that you're doing. Really great stuff. Thank you. Hey there. Thanks for checking out the show, Positioning to Profit. It means a world to me that you've stayed here till the end. And if you love the show as much as we love putting it together for you, will you please do me a favor and leave a rating and review over on iTunes? It would really help the show and to get the message out. And when you do, do me a favor, send me a message over on socials, either Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, any of those. Let me know that you left a review. Not only will I give you a shout out, but I'll be in touch with you to send you a little something, something as a thank you for what you've done. All right. Also, like I mentioned, I'm on the socials, YouTube, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn. Please do make sure to connect. I love connecting with new people. And it just, again, really helps to get the word out. So thank you so much again for checking out the episode. And if you're looking for some goodies, head on over to my website. You can just go to positioningexpert.com and it'll take you right to my website. Lots of good stuff there. All right. See you next time.